0: If you have your Bibles, we're reading some verses from Nehemiah chapter 7 and then some verses from Nehemiah chapter 8. (laughs) Open the word of God uh, if you have it and then afterwards you can listen and read it in your own leisure. Nehemiah chapter 7 and verse 3. And we know the story here that the, uh, the Jerusalem walls and gates have been built and Nehemiah place faithful men in charge and we read these words in verse 3 I said unto them let not the gates of Jerusalem be opened until the sun be hot that's 12 o'clock in the day Uh, that was against the rules of the law because the temple and the gates were open from dawn to dusk but Nehemiah changed that for a purpose, and the purpose that you will see later on. Open, this, open not the gates To the sun be hot, and while they stand by, let them shut the doors and bar them, and appoint watches of the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and every one in his watch, and every one to be over against his house. That's a familiar scene, isn't it? The doors of the church of God barred and locked. And every man ordered to go to his house. Then we go over to Nehemiah chapter 8, and we read the fallout from this. Verse 8 and chapter 8 and verse 1 And all the people gathered themselves together as one man onto the street that was before the water gate, and they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. And Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation, both men and women, and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. And he read therein before the streets that that is, before the water gate, from the morning until midday, before the men and the women and those that could understand, and the ears of all the people were attentive unto the book of the law. And Ezra the scribe stood upon a pulpit of wood which they had made for the purpose and beside him and we have a list of all the names that were there. When they heard the word these people they asked for the word. And I tell you when you hear people asking for the word and it's happened this morning that some of you want the word or you wouldn't be here. Well they asked for the word and when they heard the word preached on that occasion all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. And so reads the word of the living God this morning. So we're going to uh, bring the word to you now and I trust that the Lord will minister to you this morning. Six times in Leviticus chapter 13 we read of the leper either being shut in, shut up shut out from the camp of Israel. Seven seven seven-day periods of self-isolation, lockdown, social distancing was required if he showed any signs whatsoever of leprosy. During that period, during that long period he was examined frequently and scrupulously by the high priest or his son to see if he could be released into society again and as each one of us gathered out here this morning in our cars we're back again and even so would be in our vehicles we're here after a period of isolation and lockdown and separation from others I wonder what sort of a verdict does the great high priest answer when he examines us and looks at us in all that went on in the past weeks as we were shut in with God. I wonder does he find any contamination that would prohibit us from fellowshipping with others and with him this morning. That is something, my friend, to search our hearts about. Or would he require that we might go back into our houses again? Offer further scrutiny until we are ready to meet the demands that God has for us in the days that lie ahead. I want to speak to you this morning on the subject lockdown shut down, shut in, and shut out. You can take a heading from any one of those this morning. There are three things that the Bible tells us that we are shut in from, that we're shut up from, and that we're shut out from. This is a very typical, topical message God has laid on my heart this morning. We, the people of God, From the very moment we are saved and thank God for this this morning we are shut in from the wrath of God that's my first point this morning we are shut in from the wrath of God Paul in Romans 5 and verse 9 says this justified by his blood we are saved from the wrath to come that's judgmental wrath and thank God there's none of us under the judgment and the condemnation and the wrath of God this morning because of Calvary. In that place called Calvary, 2,000 and more years ago, our sins were forgiven. By nature, we were the children of wrath, but God, who is rich in mercy, for great love, wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sin, has quickened us together. Our wrath was imputed on Christ at Calvary's cross so that we might go free. Just as Noah and his family went in through the door of the ark and shut the door, and the storm raged and the flood came, and they were safe in the ark. And all the waves and billows of the wrath of God came on that ark, and they were safe inside. And I thank God this morning, for those whose families are safe in the ark. I wonder, young person or someone listening to me, are you sure that you're saved? You're saved from the ark and from the storm. Sometimes we sing when the storms of life is raging, tempest wild and sea and land. I will seek a place of refuge in the hollow of his hand. I tell you, it's good to be saved from the wrath of God this morning see it from judgmental wrath and see it from eternal wrath Revelation chapter 6 we read of the great tribulation period when the great men and the mighty men and the the princes and the great mighty uh, kings of the earth will hide themselves from the wrath of the Lamb oh I tell you the wrath of the Lamb the eternal wrath Great men and mighty men, my friend, will will hide themselves from the wrath for the day of his great wrath has come and who shall be able to stand? Thank God. He has not appointed us unto wrath, but he has appointed us unto grace and unto mercy. There is no judgmental wrath and there's no eternal wrath for the children of the living God. So not only are we shut in from the wrath of God, The second point is this, we're shut in from the wrath of man, the wrath of man, you know my friend whenever the disciples gathered in the upper room on that night of the resurrection they shut the doors, the doors were locked, the doors were locked for fear of the Jews and the fear of man can bring a snare and I trust that you're not under the fear of man this morning. Well, my friend, when we listen to the news and we look around us, there's a fear upon the people that's unprecedented. And it's the fear of man coming from the powers of hell. And we need to stand against it. And some of God's people are running scared and afraid to trust God in these days. We need to trust him in these days. We need to trust him and know that our times are in his hand. Yes, we do what we can to keep ourselves safe. But after that, we leave it to the eternal God of heaven. I pray that you will not be scared by the fear of man. That you'll be able to stand forth like the writer in Hebrews when says, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Jesus came that evening and he stood in the midst with the door closed. And he said, Fear not, peace be unto you. Thank God for the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Thank God to experience that, that. peace of God my friend and peace with God in these days glory to his lovely name for that peace that fills our soul day by day in the midst of all that's going on around us. Nehemiah whenever he was building the wall we read in one occasion that said they made us afraid Sanballat and Tobiah men will make you afraid. My friend, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And Nehemiah stood first and he says, Be not afraid. Remember the Lord and fight for your brethren and fight for your wives and fight for your family and fight for your children. You know, the hour has come when we need to rise up and stand against all the powers of hell and we need to fight in these last and dark and closing days of time. Praise God. Praise God that we're shut in from the wrath of God. We're shut in from the wrath of man. And we're shut in from the wrath of the devil. Hallelujah. From the wrath of the devil. You know he couldn't touch Job until God allowed it. And he can't touch you, my friend, this morning until God allows it. He can't touch your child. He can't touch your wife. He can't touch your family. He's a liar and the father of lies. He cannot touch you until god allows it he built a he built a wall around the around the house of job and he couldn't come in only to god give him the permission thank god this morning give praise unto god this morning that we're not being dictated to by the devil and thank god this morning my friend that your children have been kept safe Thank God this morning that we're not mourning at your home. Thank God that we're not grieving over your husband, over your father, or over your child. Give thanks unto God for his goodness and his mercy and his shelter, his shelter from the evil and wicked devices of the devil in these days. God will keep us safe. The devil walketh about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous runneth into it and they're safe and whether it's God's wrath or man's wrath or the devil's wrath we are sheltered this morning, we are shut in this morning, we are safe this morning and get that into your heart and into your mind and begin to praise God in this hour of defeat and darkness Moses slept in the ark of bulrushes. Daniel slept in the den of lions Paul Peter slept in the prison, all being followed by the demonic powers of hell to try to destroy them. But there was a peace that passes all understanding. When through deep waters I call you to go, rivers rivers of sorrow shall not overflow. For I will be with thee, thy truth to bless and sanctify thee in thy deepest distress. Hallelujah. For the mighty, sheltering hand of God. You know, I love that story of Luke. The way Luke's account of the demonic from Gadara. Do you remember that story? When he, Jesus, went over and he delivered a man. There was more demons in him than two thousand swine couldn't, couldn't, couldn't cope with it. They had to run down and into the sea. And those boys from Gadara, they were from the tribe of Gad. And they had backslidden. They had got away from God. They had begun to go into the swine business, into the pig business. The Jew was not allowed to go near the swine or the pigs. But they had backslidden. And they went in after money. And there's a whole lot of God's people like that this morning. They're after the money. They're after the lolly. Why did you hear in the news the other day how those, been six men, Multi, multi, not millionaires, multi, multi-billionaires in England, six of them, all claim this four-o grant or allowance that's coming out from the goblin. Did you ever see such greed in men in your life? Well, these Gadara boys, they went into the swine business. And when the Lord came and delivered them, they prayed that he would leave. They didn't want them. I wonder if you a backslider this morning. I wonder if you got into something and has taken you away from God and you should be serving the Lord and loving the Lord and you're away back sitting this morning. Oh, I say to you, come back. They prayed. They prayed that he might leave. But I love Luke's account of that because it says when they came over, back over onto the other side, they were all waiting for him. Hallelujah. They were all waiting for him. That's for the demonic. Not for the meetings, not for the missions. They were waiting for him. May God help us to get our eyes onto him. And get our eyes onto the Lord. And see no man but Jesus and himself only. So my friend, shut in from the wrath. Shut in from the wrath of God. From the wrath of the devil and the wrath of man. Second point is this. Shut in to wait. Shut in to wait. You know that's why God has shut us in to wait, and I'm going to show you that as we come to an end. God has shut us in to wait. He has shut us in to wait on him. Job says, I wait for my appointed time until my change comes. There's a massive change coming. There's a massive change that's come across the broad acres of earth, the whole globe this morning. Is in the throes of mighty changing Change in every way But let me tell you this That the spiritual change has yet to come And the spiritual change is coming Glory to God I never was assured in my life that God is going to move and God is going to breathe and God is in charge of all this and I'm praying and you pray that the spirit of repentance will be poured out upon the people and the Lord God will revive us again there's a massive change coming I tell you it's coming spiritually coming spiritually and we need the patience after we have done the will of God to wait for that change to come my friend it's going to come you look forward to it coming and it's going to come and the blessings of God's going upon us we need patience after we have done the will of God that we might receive the promise for yet a little while he that shall come will come and will not tarry Paul says in Galatians we're shut up to faith to be revealed in the last time he has shut us up to faith if ever we need to exercise faith in God, we need to exercise faith in God in these days. If ever we needed to trust God, my friend, we need to trust him in these days and see the big picture and see God has closed the churches. He has barred the doors. He has locked us out. He has put us into our homes. He has caused us to wait and to watch as we're going to see as we close and what he's going to do. The Lord is good. Unto them that wait for Him, Elijah was shut up for thirteen months at the brook. He was shut up for a year with the woman of Zarephath before his time came. My friend, your time will come in God's time if you wait. Joseph was shut up for thirteen years, held on to the prison bars until his time came. But his time came. Moses was forty years in the backside of the wilderness waiting for God's time waiting for God's moment, we're waiting we're waiting for God's time this is God's time, this is God's moment, this is God's hour this is the hour for the hill, the river and the valley this is the hour when God has promised that he will breathe and he will move and he will revive and he will save and he will come with power this is the hour, this is the appointed time, I believe it with all my heart and God is going to work and God is going to move, our Lord Jesus was 33 years before his appointed time and the moment come. Paul was three years in the desert of Arabia before his time came. The timing of God, my friend, is perfect. Shut up, shut in from wrath. Shut up to wait. And lastly, shut out to watch. Shut out to watch. Remember when our Lord Jesus came to the funeral house of the, of the Jairus' twelve-year-old daughter? Remember he found the people there wailing and weeping. And why wouldn't it? To lose a 12 year old child must be an awful thing. And he found them gathered round there wailing and weeping. And he said unto them, fear not, only believe. She is not dead, but she sleepeth. And they laughed him. They laughed him to scorn. Can I apply this as I close this morning? This building, this church. This work may be locked up this morning. The lights may be out this morning. The chatter of the children's and the patter of the wee feet come in might be silent this morning. The rattle of the communion wine and the bread might be quiet this morning. And the world may laugh to scorn. But let me tell you, she is only sleeping. She is only sleeping. Some of these days God is going to touch and He's going to say, Arise. And the power of God will come down my dear friend. And it will be mighty. And the fame went abroad through all the land. And the fame will go abroad through all the land. But God. God is on the throne. And God is moving. And God is saving. That's why I read Nehemiah 7 and 8. That's why I read where Nehemiah says. Bar the doors. Lock the doors of the house of God. Lock the temple. Don't open them until sunup. Don't open them on the break of day. Keep them to the hottest part of the earth and open them then. Open them then. And every man go to his house and every man watch what God is going to do. Oh, I say to you, when you go back to your house and you go back to your home, and in these days, watch. Watch. Watch what God is going to do. For God is going to do something powerful. He is going to do something mighty. And in the seventh month in chapter 8, on the first day of the month, I'm not applying this now to the first day of July because the months are different. But on the first day of the seventh month, they gathered before the water gate. Hallelujah. They gathered out into the open air. The doors were barred. The church was locked. But they gathered into the open air. And they gathered. And you know what their cry was to Ezra? Bring the word. Bring the word. We want the word of God. We don't want to hear men anymore. We don't want meetings anymore, missions anymore. We don't want denominations anymore. We want the word, the word of the living God. My friend, when that word of God gets into the heart of men and women and boys and girls, this place will be packed. This road will be packed. Round the bungalow will be packed. There will be a hunger and a thirst. For the word of the living God. And I pray that you're thirsty this morning. Thirsty this morning. I pray that you have your quiet time. I pray that you have the family altar. I pray that you're leading an example. I pray that you're waiting. 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 And watching for him to come. For he it's going to do this new and mighty thing. And on the first day of the seventh month, they gathered and they began to hear the word of the Lord and they began to weep. And they began to praise. And they began to thank God. And revival broke out across the land. Out in the open air. Out at the water gate. Standing at the water gate that speaks of the word. That speaks of the Lord. That speaks of the Holy Spirit. That's it my friend. The spirit of the living God. The exerting of Christ. The word of God. That's what we need to get back to. Back to in our land. And back to in our people. May God help us this morning. May God let this message resonate in your heart as it has resonated in mine. May God uh, let you praise him that you're sheltered this morning. That you're shut in from the wrath of God, the wrath of man and the wrath of the devil. Hallelujah. Nothing can touch it. Praise his name. And you're shut in to wait and we're shut in to watch and watch and see. Carry it'll come. Wait for a little while and then it will surely come. Though it tarry, wait for it. For it will surely come. God bless you. Tune in tonight at 6 o'clock. And again on Thursday night at 8 o'clock. Keep praying for one another. Keep praising. Keep thanking God. And keep, keep believing God that he's going to do what only he can do. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. I'm going to close in prayer. And you're free then to go. Father, we give you thanks again for your precious word we pray lord that you'll continue to work and move oh god our hearts full this morning. we believe god we believe thee forgive us lord for lack of doubt and fear forgive us for listening to men and all the threats and all the scaremongering. oh god that's going on about us oh god let us rise up and go through with god in these days And that we might hear the sound and the mulberry bushes and the moving of the Spirit. And repentance and the power and men will weep and pray and cry and turn. Oh God we pray. Oh that we'll all wait on him to come and to touch us and to bless us. Heart us in thy fear. Bless thy people. Be with us now we pray. Bless every other place where the word went out this morning. We ask it in the Saviour's name and for his sake. Amen.